culture. I cut my way out podcast. Tune us in. We on the grind like I put the clippers in my hand. I got a whole different plan. I gotta see how this play out. Hoping that it pay out. Trying to cut my way out. I put the clippers in my hand. I used to dream as a kid on the porch of the crib and make it big and one day endorse where I live. And welcome back to another episode of the I Cut My Way Out podcast. Back again with another episode. I am at Kenneth Jinx on IG, at Kenneth Jinx one on IG, at Ken Jinx on Facebook. And I am joined by my brother, esteemed, gracious host, friend, brains, and backbone of the podcast. Go ahead and give them your addies right quick. All right. Ashra Knox on Facebook. Um, beard underscore culture underscore four on Instagram. Um, A underscore Knox the Barber um, four on Instagram as well. And our joint um, Instagram page at I Cut My Way Out underscore pod yes and on yes, twitter sir. on twitter at I, at I cut my way out so hit us up we definitely our, our our page is growing picked up another few subscribers this week so thank you we're everywhere where you can listen to podcasts most notably youtube apple podcast spotify pandora uh tune in iheart we're just trying to get it out to everywhere. We got great content, great guests, and we have another uh, wonderful guest. Appreciate uh, him taking the time. But before we bring him in with the fire intro, how's your week been? Man, it's been good. It's been good, productive, man. Um, got that. Got that second. Um, that that second vaccine shot. Um, <laughs> it, it did us in a little bit, man. Had little little slight fever, but um outside of that i was good man yep and i'm i am fully vaccinated got my second one yesterday i've been blessed that i haven't had any side effects maybe it's that sea moss maybe it's that turmeric maybe it's that (laughs) that ginger i've been on it for about three months i mean i i mean maybe it was a flu shot in the fall i don't know but (laughs) so far so good i just i mean i'm definitely gonna continue to wear a mask and try to social distance but i made the decision to vaccinate and so far so good so i'm not i'm in 20 minutes i'll be 24 hours in but uh so okay yeah and we got a dog so if y'all hear some 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 little chihuahua barking we just got a dog uh yesterday so <laughs> you know hey so we can be good a new yeah. addition to the family okay so, yeah so yeah, again we have a guest and absolutely Take it away. I mean, if you have anything right. else to add administratively, go ahead and get that off. Well, let's bring bring them in. All, and all good. Let, let's hop let's into chop it. it up. Um, this week again, we have a very very special guest um, coming to us by the way of Chicago, Illinois. Um, this barber is skillful with his hands. Um, offers a lot of knowledge and information on his Instagram page in terms of. Um, just the craft and all the services that he provides. Um, also a very inspirational brother. I'm reading a lot of his daily posts and, and things that he's just 
um, posting, providing um, just just inspiration and motivation while he's going hard at his craft. Um, met him by by the way of an, another barber, um, and so I am very very interested to um, learn his story and find out more about um, what it is that he, that he does as well. So. With no further ado, we would like to bring to you Daya Eccles, um, tremendous barber out of Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to that yes, we, Man, we're glad to have you. Man. Appreciate How you, man. I'm doing great, man. Today, man, it's, it's real good, man. Yes, sir. How about yourself? Man, I cannot complain, man. Do, doing great, man. Hanging in. Yes, life. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so first things first, Daya. Uh, um, we, we spoke about us being uh, vaccinated and with your, with the profession, you know, you're on top of people, you're in touch with people. What are your feelings on, you know, the vaccination, just COVID in general? How is it um, kind of, I know it's impacted, but just explain what it, what it's uh, your, your thoughts on COVID and the vaccination. Um, I feel like that, you know, people, of course it, it affected us all you know what i mean like with the layoff and things like that that was that was hard to deal with and um like with this barber industry we are dealing with people every day you know in and out they dealing with people their families they at work you know what i mean so the the spread is is it's been like like tremendous you know what i'm saying like i actually i actually caught it like in december mm. um but i had no i had no real illnesses you know what i mean okay and then, um with it being so you know what was just widespread it made me want to get on top of it, you know, just to go get checked uh, on a regular because we are, we are in people's faces, you know what I'm saying? We are presenting with different services and things that way. So I, that nature. So I kind of just wanted to know. So I went, I went, I went, um, I think I went like the first week of December, got checked and it came back, it came back positive. So, you know, of course I'm, I'm I was scared, you know what I mean? But I really right. didn't feel, I really didn't feel any, any symptoms because I, I had started, um, I had started a cleanse that week. So I was flushing my system out and I was eating well anyway, you know, so I was eating salads and fruits and things of that nature. Um, I got a lot of clients right now that's been getting vaccinated. I, I got a lot of a, a good professional based uh, clientele. So I got like a lot of police officers, uh, teachers, you know, things of that nature. So right. through that profession, they have to go get it. Okay. Um, but I mean, I think just people should just protect themselves as, as much as possible. And then, you know, if that's your choice to go get the vaccination, like, you know, man, just, you know, do your thing, you know, go get absolutely. it. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. yeah, that that's, um, I, I actually caught it, man, um, January, early January. And um, it, it beat me down pretty bad, man. I was um, kind of on the other side. I, I, I've never taken a flu vaccination. You hear me either. Um, and, and so at first I wasn't too big on it, man, but having um extended family ended up passing it to not only my wife but i have um, a two-month-old grandson man and he was a month old at that time passed it to his parents passed it to him so at that point in time and just all that i went through in terms of the physical ailments i decided to go ahead and um, get the vaccine and, and actually we had um dialogue last week on the podcast just about exactly what you said, you know, whatever works for each individual. I'm not pressing anybody, yeah. nor am I downplaying or down talking anybody, man, whatever, whatever works for you, do yeah. what works for you. Yeah, I actually lost, a, uh, I actually lost a client. It was, a, it was more than a client, it was my friend, you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like during the first wave and it was, it was right. hard, man, because 
you know, I seen this dude every week. I've been cutting his, his son is 20 years old now. So I've been cutting his son since he was like six, seven, you know what I mean? Wow. And uh, I had to actually line him up for his funeral. Like that was one mm. of the toughest things. Man, mm. like mentally it was just, I almost walked out of there. I'm like, damn, this, right. this, this was tough. Wow. wow. Real tough. Wow, well, condolences. Sorry to hear that, my brother. Yeah, man, appreciate wow. that, man. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. So well, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's, yeah. let's move on to Yeah, get 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 rock and roll, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want yeah. no somber notes in the Oh, no, no, so, no. So, so as as we um go in, for, for a lot of um, our listeners, they'll look at the, the Instagram name, and, and they'll look at it just as we did. We talked about it. Um, so so just tell the listeners as we jump into this how to pronounce your name. Uh, my name is Daya. You know, they can find me on um, on Facebook at Daya Echoes, or they can find me on Instagram at uh, Daya Echoes Grooming. So it's D-A-J-A-H-E-C-H-O-L-S Grooming. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what's up. Okay. So for all the listeners. Okay. <laughs> so, man, so man, as, as we jump in here, man, um, I'm interested, you know, your story and, and to find out, man, tell us a, a little about a little bit about um, who day I is um, just as a person, as a professional and, and a little bit about um, where you're from and your background. Uh, from Chicago, Illinois, south side of Chicago. Okay. okay. You know, before anything, you know, I'm a dad. You know, I got three. I got okay. three little ones. Okay. So okay. Um, pretty much, uh, like I said, I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Okay. Um, grew up playing baseball, and that what led me, you know, we had that in common going to Pine Bluff. Okay. And that's what led me going to uh, Pine Bluff. Really? And, okay. um, yeah, so um, I grew up always being, like, infatuated with the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? I stayed in the barbershop. Either I had a haircut one week, I had a haircut one week, or I got a liner, you know what I mean? So I just stayed in the barbershop, and I was just always infatuated with it. Okay. And um, uh, a few other things. Um, uh, <laughs> Where can I go? So, uh, so what? So what area on, on the south side are you from? I'm from the south side, from the Rosen community. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm from the Rosen community. Um, that's around like 130, the, the 130 Wentworth area. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that area. Yeah, we're familiar. We used to go to 113th of Michigan all the time to get go, our go little shot. fresh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just changed over there now, man. It's just right. dead over there now, man. That, wow. that thing used to be packed over there. Right. Yeah. So totally different, huh? Yeah, it's totally different. Um, okay. But a little bit more about myself. Um, like I said, I'm from the south side of Chicago. Grew up playing baseball, infatuated with cutting hair. Um, just you know, just by going to you know visit different barbershops and things of that nature. Right. And I just, grew, I just, I just always been infatuated with it. And I grew up drawing, so I just knew that that was one day kind of be you know that, that would be like a lane I wanted to go into. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so at, at what point was your first experience actually putting the clippers in your hand? Messing up my guys in the neighborhood, like you know, really? uh, borrowing my stepfather's, uh, you know, them old walls. Yeah. They, they, you know, they was cutting your hair and lining you with the same clippers. Right. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. just using them and messing up a few of my guys. Okay. At, at what age were, were, did you start? Probably was about like 14. Just 14. Okay. Just trying it out. You know what I mean? It would, okay. I wasn't really taking it serious back then. Okay. But, you know, I was just, you know, just picking them up, just trying something. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, so they are... Uh, I'm not a barber. I say that on every episode when we talk to barbers. So I want to make sure that that's known. So when you say mess up your guy's hair, like um, messing up to a barber is different than messed up to a uh, a non-barber. So are you are you saying that loosely or did you really? Mess no, up? I messed him up. 
<laughs> no, you don't, you don't know what you're doing, and you don't know what guard to use and how low it's gonna cut it down. You gonna you gonna butcher them. Nah. Right, right, right. So, so yeah. mess mess up means uh embarrassed to go out or can't go out. Yeah, embarrassed to go out. They probably gotta wear a hat or probably go to okay. another barber and right. fix it. <laughs> right. Okay. So so, tra so trial and error is how trial and error. Right. So so for those who who don't know, when we when he mentioned um UAPB University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. That is an HBCU for those um, that don't know. Um, you graduated from there, right? Yes, sir. Um, with, with a degree, you said in finance. Um, I, I attended the same HBCU um, years before that. So how did, so, so going there, you played baseball. Were you on scholarship there? Yeah, I was there um, on scholarship. I, had, I actually transferred in uh, okay. from Russ College. I went to Russ College first. Okay. And then okay. Um, a lot of my guys from the city that I played, play either played with or against, they was at Plan Bluff. And I went down there and did a, you know, did a pretty good job against them. Okay. So my, you know, my guys told the coach about me and I transferred okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Now what, what, what position, if, if, if we can ask? Well, uh, Pine Bluff, they, they uh, got me in at a pitch. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Okay. Right. So let's back up because we we are sports guys. Um, <laughs> what high school did you go to? Because we're I know Chicago is a, a high school basketball city, and and of course you you're in the hundred. So uh, let's go all the way back. So when okay. did you first start <laughs> playing baseball? Like were you like uh, little league Jackie Robinson or? It was pony league. I think I was like, I was like thirteen. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I had a few okay. Hours. I had a few other my guys. They came up through uh, JRW. Feel with them? Yeah, yeah JRW. Okay. And um, my uncles, my uncles, all they, all them played ball. You know, right. They was real good pitchers and stuff like that. So they always showed me like little tricks of the sport and things like that. And uh, okay. one of their friends had a team. One, one of their friends, he he was a coach and had a team. So I just started playing for him. Okay. That's how, that's how I got started. Now. I was terrible when I started. I ain't gonna lie, I was scared of that ball. You know what I mean? People get hit with that ball. But you know, as I gradually just kept playing, I got I got a lot better. And and so now piggybacking off that, so um, like I said, like on the outside looking in, like I mean, it just seemed like basketball is the is the top thing in, in, in Chicago. And baseball. I mean, I know they're like Simeon and in a few public schools. What high school did you go to? Went to Thornwood. Um, so Thornwood, okay. Yeah. So they have they, a rich uh, tradition. Yeah, Cliff Floyd. Is yeah, Cliff Floyd. Floyd came out of there. Yeah, so they um, do have a rich baseball Mark tradition. Mark Mulder, he pitched okay. for the A's for a while. Yeah. 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 Okay, so okay. okay. You put okay. it to the so, test. You went to a school where you can get it in, okay? Definitely. Definitely went out there and learned a lot, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. So, so that also speaks in terms of that hand-eye coordination that's used as as a barber as well. I was just I was just had a conversation there with my with one of my guys. I said, you know, I'm about to be in a barber shop. I don't know. If it's I don't know. It's weird to me. I could just see something about to fall and I could just grab it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like fast. You know what I mean? Just that hand. I was like, damn, like a magician or something. <laughs> that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. That hand-eye coordination. So, so once you finished up at Pine Bluff, you graduated, you got your degree in finance. Mm -hmm. What were, what were your next steps? Man, I was like, lost. Like, yeah. I was lost. I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I know, I, I knew I didn't want a job. You know what I mean? Right. And you know, when you graduating from uh, college and things of that nature and you got family telling you, you, you know, you should do this and do that. But my passion has always been, you know, working for myself. And, you know, I just, I just, 
I don't like authority. You know what I mean? Right, I don't like right. someone to tell me when I can check in, when I can leave, when I can go to lunch. I just like my freedom. Absolutely. So um, I just went back to what I knew. You know, I was doing it in college too, so I didn't have to. Okay. I didn't have to. I didn't have to call home as much to ask for money. You know what I mean? You from Chicago? Okay. When you from when you from the Midwest and things like that, that you have like a different nature, a different like a swag about you. Know what I mean? So right, people right. they'll come get they'll come get their haircut based on where you tell them where you at. Right. <laughs> where you, where no, you from? No I mean, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And and yeah, when when I was on the yard, um, Chicago just just name it, it rang bells because there were a lot of students. Um, from Chicago that, that came on the yard. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so once you got back, you figured, okay, you know, you're not necessarily trying to find, fall in line with, with corporate America. Um, so what was the next step? Did, did you write off the, the, the rip? Did you go to barber college or did you just start cutting a little bit and then decided? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take you back a little bit. So I actually, I actually first went to barber school. I went to Kings first. Okay. When I was uh when I was eight, I was like nineteen, over by High Park, right? On Fifty First, yeah, Fifty First and King yeah. Drive. Okay, um, one, one of my buddies lived over, over there on Fifty, what Fifty First, Fifty Second, and Drexel. Tiba lived yeah. over there, James. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right there. Yeah. yeah, that's right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, like like I'll take you back a little bit. Like when I was in high school, I wasn't the best student. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I didn't okay. take ACT, SAT, none of that. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay. So I, I eventually got into a junior college, which is Olive Harvey. Okay. And um, I was doing a little, you know, doing a little hustling and stuff like that. Okay. And um, it was getting a little, it was getting a little hot in my area. So I called my cousin um, and I told him, I said, man, you know, we got to, we got to switch it up. We got to do something different. He was like, man, right. he like, man, let me know what it is, what you want to do. Right. So at the time, you know, I was on, I ain't have a cell phone, pay phone. Right. So I thought about it for a second. Like I said, I was always infatuated with the barbershop. I'm right. like, man, I want to, I want to cut hair. So okay. he was like, man, let's do it. He's like, let's do it. And uh, we went and signed up. We went and signed up. And I, at that point, I got to like thirteen hundred hours. Mm, and okay. um, I was paying on my, I, I was paying on my pocket. I thought I was going to receive financial aid and all that type of stuff. They denied me for all that, so I was paying on my pocket. Okay. And um, it was, you know, it was a little bit. Of, it was a little discouraging. I ain't gonna lie, because I, you know, at, the, at such a young age, it was expensive for me right then and there. Right. But right. I still was doing a little. You know, I was doing still doing like a little street hustling and stuff like that. Right. Right. And um, I got into it. It was like a situation that could have, you know, that could have went very bad. Okay. And I don't know if it was just God, but this coach had called me. The Russ College coach called me. And he was okay. like, man, he's like, how your situation is in Chicago? I'm like, man, it's it's rough right now. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty bad. Right. So he was like, man, you want to play baseball? I'm like, I'm gone. Right. No say, I'm like, say less. <laughs> right. So when it was time for me to sign up, I sent him all my paperwork and I got up out of here, man. I want to play ball. I want to play ball. That's you know? what's up. So when That's I came back, when I when I came back, when I graduated from uh UAPB, which is in 2010. Okay. Um, when I graduated in 2010, I was still I wanted I didn't want to be in a shop without the, you know without the license. Okay. So I tried to go to another school. I tried to go back to Kane's to see if I can get my to get my uh, my hours, and they okay. was closed down. So mm. which meant I had to start all the way over. Right. So I tried a few mm. schools, but me, you know, I'm I'm coming back. I'm fresh from college. I don't have no money like that. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to build my clientele up. I tried I tried going to uh, one of my old teachers, Mr. Durham. He owned Chazap. Just at okay. College, so I tried to go there, okay. but I kept, I kept dropping out. I kept, I kept, not, you know, just kept going, not finishing, and things of that nature. Right. And um, it was one, it was one barber I heard. His name is uh, I Cut Pro. Are yes, sir. Yes, sir. I heard him say, he said barbers. He said, if the state board came into your barbershop right now, what would you do? And I, it is just, it just 
rung a bill. I'm like, dang. Mm. So you were actually cutting at that time. Yeah, I was but, cutting. But you yeah, didn't have a license. Okay. I didn't have a okay. license. I had a license, you know. Okay. So I heard him say that. And I just been getting this feeling like, like I gotta get back in school. I gotta finish this. You know what I mean? Like that's right. just one thing that was just irking me. Like I just didn't, I didn't complete. Right. So um I got myself together and I went to Jacoshi. I graduated okay. uh I think I'm coming up on my third year. And it's it's okay. crazy, you know. Okay. But yeah. Congratulations. That's what's man, up. I appreciate that, man. I think that's one of the you know, besides, you know, getting my degree and my kids, like that's one of the best things, you know, that I, man, that I completed. That's, man, that's a hell of an accomplishment. It feels good, don't it? Man, it feels great, man. You ain't got to run. <laughs> right. <laughs> For real. Yes, sir. Hey, chair. What, and, and also, while, while we're, before we get too far out, because I mentioned um, a barber friend that, that put us in contact, but shout out to um, Stacy Wheeler. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, yeah. She was our first guest. Um, man, holds us down, man, and is extremely supportive. So I want to make sure I shot her, shot her out. Um, Definitely. Because she, she put us in contact, man. She raved about um, your, your skill set. And, and she knows that, hey, you know, if you're looking for barbers. And she, she hit me. And I'm like, of course. So she gave me your name, put us in contact, man. So I greatly appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, so after you, you finished that up, did you remain in the same shop you were cutting at, um, or did you end up going to, to another shop? Well, um, I went to another shop. I, I went to, because I was in school and I was nervous okay. about, I was nervous about the, you know, the state, you know, the state coming back in the shop. I, right. I needed a more private location while I was in school, while I was finishing up. Okay. So, um, I found it through my teacher's name, Mr. Darnell. Definitely shout out to Mr. Darnell. Okay, that's what's up. He put me in a position that with a lady with a loctician. She had a shop, but she had a back room that she wasn't using, mm. and it was big. It was big enough for me to, you know, just to go in there and do my thing. And then, so I, you know, so I got situated and finished school and, th and stuff like that. Okay. So uh, once I once I completed that, and you know, I wanted to, you know, just expand a little bit. Um, I went into a salon suite, uh, which is okay. so salon, yeah, which which, okay. I, which I have now. Okay, so that that's where you're at now. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Now. Okay, okay. I believe they they have one of those drinks here, don't they? So, yeah, so it, yeah, they. It's a chain of my. They they all over. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, the oh, okay. salon suites are like taking yep. over, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so I don't know if you know, but we're located in Champagne. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are you do you cut out of a salon, salon suite or do you have a shop? Or? So I, actually, I I was in a shop, but I've always my last two homes had a shop built off of the um, garage area. So once COVID hit, the barbershop situation ended up going left. Everybody kind of did their own thing. And so I ended up coming back home to my shop at home. Yeah. 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 So it, it, it's kind of built built up like like that sweet type thing, just enough for, for one yeah. chair for me to do my thing. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and there's, there's a lot of, there's some pros and cons, but I like having that space and you know, just, just kind of being in my own space sometimes. It's more protective now. I mean, I, I think it was perfect timing as far as me uh, going into the salon space. It was like, you know, I didn't have to, you know, we didn't have to put up a partition and, you know, separate right. this client, this barber from this barber. Right. And it was just, I think it's more so of the, the comfort and the safety of the client now. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, it yep. was just, it's just all flow, you know, just all flow. Right. right. Yeah. And, and that, that's how I felt um, going back in. Like I just had more control. Um, of, of the situation in terms of um, the safety and sanitation um, 
just of, of my clients. So, so yeah. that was that was big. Yeah. That, that was that was real big. Yeah. yeah. So, Dave, I have a, I have a couple of questions just just in listening to, you know, your, your journey to get your license. Um, okay. we, we, we've definitely had some conversations. Um, not too many people have fought back. Uh, but for somebody that has struggled, um, had to make a living while not having license, um, and ultimately getting your license, what is your overall view, if you've ever thought about it, on your industry and having license? Is it something that you think that is needed, or is it just what your well, feeling is because because the law says I have to have it, that I had to get it, or just what is, what is your, what is your overall feeling on on license? Um, well. To me, it's, 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 it's a certain thing. It's not just about cutting hair. So you got to remind, like, if you go back to the history of the barber, you know, they was pulling teeth, they was bloodletting and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So when you actually yeah. go into the school, uh, you know, as far as cutting hair, you're going to get most of your, you're going to get most of your experience once you get outside of the school. Right. So when you in that school, that chemo, that, that, that clinical floor is, 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 is important. You know what I mean? Right. So when I went, we didn't touch any clip. We went straight to the classroom, and that's where we stayed at. You know, when it was our time to to, to get on the floor, that's when we went. So that for me, that school is it, it sets the foundation. You know what I mean? Of like everything that you need to know about the skin, because people just see haircut, get out the chair, and you're gone. But right. but if you don't know the proper techniques to to do a, a facial, for example, or um, know what type of skin that you're dealing with, or no, not to put this box shaver here or there, you know what I mean? Because barbers cause so many problems that we don't even recognize, you know what I mean? Just yeah. by not being knowledgeable. All right. So All that right. the barber school is, I, me, I think it's needed. Now you can, it's so many dope barbers out here. You can go find you a mentor and, you know, pick up, you know, certain skills and things like that as you go along. That's, that's right. not, you know what I mean? I think we get right. so focused on just trying to be the dopest barber, you know what I mean? Right. Instead right. of actually finding out what's going on in a, in, a, in a clinical, in a clinical way, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a looking at it because we, we prescribe so many different things to our clients, just like a doctor do. Right. Yeah. That's true. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and, so and, Go ahead. Okay. So, no, yeah, so, so the second question, you know, we're, we're getting ready to celebrate, you know, throughout this episode, you and, and, and your journey and, and your, you know, ascension, I'm not even going to say peak, but just, I mean, just kind of in a few words, just talk about that, that um, just, just what you went through trying to make your ends meet and still get the, the license and, and, and just that process of being in school and and, and just that struggle because uh, that, was, that barber that, you know, is, is basically has that obstacle like you had, but, you know, you was able to like, let's talk about how tough it was. You know, that's basically the question. I want. Yeah, it, it definitely was tough. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, I, I was going to night school. When I went back to school, I was going to night school. So I would have to cut I would have to cut at a certain period. You know, I have to have to cut from just say eight in the morning to three, two o'clock. You know, such things like that, just so I can make it to school on time. So I can't get in. I can't get everybody in when they right. want to get in. Or at the class, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't cut hair before. You know, before school, I went to school, and then I got to come back and maybe cut a few more people. It's, you know, it was tiring, it was frustrating. I was losing money. 
Um, it was a few. It was a few situations that, and I mean, it's just a lady. It's just, it's a. Uh, she was a. She was over the school. Um, they they looked out for me so much. It was a. It was a point in time that I thought I wasn't going to be able to finish school because the funding. Mm. Mm. So it was. It was. It was. It was. It was hard, but. Man, you got to make an adjustment, man. You know, right. what's for you is going to be for you regardless. Like, whatever Absolutely. situation that you're going through, like, you got to just keep going. And right. the money aspect, when you're done with the license and you put your time in, like, it's 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 the money there. Absolutely. You don't, you don't lose your passion while you're going through the school process and still trying to make your money. Whatever you're going through, man, like, you got to just keep going. Absolutely. That's all you got to do. The money, right. if, they, if, they, if your clients are your clients, they're going to understand and they're going to appreciate you more for what you're doing because, man, I, my homie, my homie, my barber got his license. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you, right. he don't, don't got to leave me in a chair and run out the back door or go to the bathroom. Like, right. You know what I mean? Right. He ain't got to do all that. So, right. Yeah. Right. And, and not only that, from a professional standpoint, like you said, giving advice, knowing um, what's needed, what's not needed, how, how to pursue certain things and, and you know based on your knowledge that you yeah. gain from getting that and, and it's so much bigger than license and a lot of people don't um understand like you said you know too many times you know they they focus on being just the, the dopest barber but for me and i think it, it comes with time just people in general you start to respect that more i want to get i want to get in somebody's chair who's who's knowledgeable who can can give that advice knows their craft be professional, hold a good conversation. You know, I don't just want to, you know, get me in, get me out the rawest haircut. You know, I, I, I want a little bit of it all. I want a quality haircut without a doubt, but I also want, want the other things that come with that professional side. Exactly. So, so that, that, and that's what I was just thinking about as well, as far as like, you know, you cutting hair, but it's not just a hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was a point in time where my mentality was, okay, I'm just cutting hair, whatever. But now, when I'm going into that bank or I'm trying to go get a business account or I got to register this LLC, how you, you moving in a whole different manner. You know what I mean? Your clippers right. and stuff, you know, you, it's, you, you got to move. You can't, you can't just move as a barber. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's, it's different. It's different. Right. Uh, it's different avenues to this thing, you know, product retail, you know, filing right. your taxes, you know what I'm saying? Or paying, like paying your, actually paying yourself. And you right. know what I mean? It's, it's like things that you said, that professional, that professional moving in a professional manner. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So being in Chicago, um, Chicago is, is big city, great city. You know, I, I know it takes a lot of hits for all the violence, but, you know, it, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's, it's also a beautiful place as well. It's, some, you know, it's a lot of things to do. So in terms of, you know, just the barbering industry and, and the culture, right? Um, how would you describe the barber scene? Is it, I know it's a lot of competition, but is yeah. there camaraderie? <laughs> is there, there support between the barbers um, just a, as a whole? Or is it kind of every man for themselves? How, how, what, what's, the, what's the barber scene like? Uh, the barber scene, I, th- I meet, meet my, I could, just, I could just speak from my personal, right. you know, right. my personal situations. But man, it's been love. Like from the older barbers that's, you know, that's in better situations or better positions. Right. Uh, one in particular, like uh, Charles, uh, his, name, his name is uh, Chuck, but on Instagram, I think it's Who's Your Barber? Okay, man, he helped me out a lot. You know what I mean? Just you know, just a lot of game. You know, since like since the first right. I, since the first day I met him, just nothing but support. And okay. then like when you go to these, uh, like you said, the competition. When you go to different right. barber battles and things like that, it just right. meet different barbers and have discussion with these people. Like they'll they help you out a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. The competition yeah. is on the stage. You know they competing for them trophies and you know that spotlight. But right. outside, you know, outside the guys that's judging and you know 
you know, people that's in them, them, them right. positions or right. people with um the um the tables, you know, selling their merchandise, man. You can right. learn you can right. learn you can learn a lot of stuff. Right. So so, so have for, you have for you, me, for me personally, it's been great because like they the people that I have re- reached out to, they took me in. It was a great mentor for me. Okay. That's what that's what's up. So with, with there being so many barbers available to the public, um, in terms from, from a marketing standpoint, how do you set yourself apart? Like I, I've seen some things on your Instagram that 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 I, I really liked and, and I'll speak on them, but how do you set just yourself apart in terms of, of your marketing? Uh, I try to so if you if you I try to market to find a problem, you know what I mean? Okay. So we okay. have the solution, you know what I mean? Okay. We got uh, the services, you know what I mean? So okay. I try to I try to just give out as much information that I can right. so it'll reach it'll reach the right person. You know what I mean? So right. I want right. to act like I'm talking to a specific person. So right. if they have a problem like that, you know what I mean? I just I try to give them as much information as I can, you know what I mean? Right. And um it's not the it's 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 way easier now. You don't have to stand on the red line of train handing out cars like that, right. you know what I mean? Like right. you're reaching more people with just one absolutely point. absolutely yeah, so. With that, I just try to share as much information as I can and just keep it consistent. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. when you start, when you post one week and then you post two months later, that's just not going to, like, the consistency right. has to be, it has to be there. Right, right. Yeah. And then like, just, you know, people, if people, when people comment, like you comment back, like, you know, showing right. that it's real. Absolutely. Build their relationship. Right. That, yeah. And that camaraderie is, for me, and I went to, in 2019, I've, I've been cutting hair, um, I got my license in what, 99, 2000, mm-hmm. or, or maybe 2001, I went to school in 99. And so it was just kind of a back and forth, you know. Um, I worked in, in the public school system, I coached. And so I did it part-time. I always had a passion for it, but I did it part-time because I never seen anybody in front of me that just seemed that they made a living and things were just, everything was good, right? Um, one of my best friends, he, he was super cold, but, you know, at that time we were younger and, you know, before his passing, he just hadn't got the professional side of it yet, but was super cold with the Clippers. So me going to Browner Brothers, I kind of threw everything to the side. 2019 just went full throttle, went to Browner Brothers, man. And it just, even being a little older, man, it, it just changed my whole perception of the industry and just put a battery in my back that just, had me going full throttle ever since, man. And and that yeah. camaraderie and watching just the brotherhood and sisterhood of, of all the barbers, that was something um that spoke volumes to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. You go to them shows, man, they share they share a lot of information. Yeah. But you gotta yeah. you can't just get focused on that stage and the hoorah, the you know, the lights and the right. glitz and the glint. You know right. what I mean? You can't get caught right. but like it's some right. guys in there. I want to sit me, sit me in the class. See me and some of those guys, you know, the Kenny Duncans that's coming yeah. in here to teach the Moranos, and I want to be in that. When you telling me you making what you make, I, how are you doing that? <laughs> right, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And that's that's the funny thing for me. I I never, you know, I've, since then I've I've been to a couple. I really never fell into the competitions as much as like the classes and just making um, connections. You know, mm-hmm. just, just networking because for me that's where a lot of knowledge and, and just learning and just kind of rubbing elbows, man, that, that's been extremely important. So I can't wait till this thing opens back up, you yeah. know, to be able to get out there and really, really um, rub some elbows. Cause as we've started this platform as well, 
it's been right in the middle of the pandemic. And so a lot of times when you're reaching out to people, people don't know your angle. They haven't met you personally. You know, if, if you're not coming um, recommended from somebody else, they don't know what the angle is. And so being able to really get out there and show you how genuine and how serious you are about the craft and trying to do something positive for, for the culture um, yeah. is extremely important, man. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, also, I, I, I just watched you and, and just to piggyback off your answer, what impressed me about you is not just the skill, but the plethora of services that you offer. And that's how I could tell, in my opinion, that the whole education side um, was important to you and that you have, have learned. Because for me, when I went, wasn't it as much, you know, you're talking about 20 years ago. So the facials and things weren't as popular for men. So now all these services that allow us to stretch our income, you know, have, have, have hit the table. And so trying to learn more. And so I'm watching and, and you know, learning from other people. And so you know, just the terminology that you use in, in, in a lot of your posts and everything. I'll say, yeah, this brother ain't just cutting hair. You know, he, he he's a professional barber. He's doing it professionally. And, and doing before, yeah, because he, you know, because when when we uh, uh, were going to do the show, he doesn't even have barber in the bio. It's, it's professional groomer. It's, you know, yeah. like all his other services. So right. that kind of jumped right. out to me, Day. I right. was like, of course, when you go down the page, you are definitely that, that, you're definitely a barber, but just when yeah, you I appreciate y'all. Then artists, yeah, you said, I think you put artists in there, and it was just like, you know. So what? What was all? What? What went into just when you when you describe yourself as in in your bio, like artist or groomer, like you you really was trying to be broad with everything that you do. Uh, Chukochi, it changed okay. my perspective of everything. You know what I mean? Okay. Like you know, we had to wear a bow tie. Everything mm. had to be uniform, I had to wear all black. Mm. Um, when I was able to get on the floor, um, we, we, they took sales serious. You had to, it, you know, we, you had to have a, a certain amount of sales on your, mm. you know, on your, on your sign offs. Okay. So you had to upsell people. Um, you had to, you had to look, you had to analyze like the scalp, the skin, see what they was looking at. I taught, I learned about the T-zone and stuff okay. I never heard before, you know what I mean? Right. So uh, we was, we had to do facials. Okay. We had to do uh, scalp treatments. I did hair coloring, cut women's hair, all bobs, everything. Right. So it's, right. they, it, it changed my, I think it, it, it reshaped my career. You know what okay. I mean? Um, and it, it, it was it was a fresh start for me. So it, I, it, I, needed, I needed to start over. That's you good. know what I mean? Because what I thought what I was doing was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I really didn't know nothing. Right. So um, when I went to Chikochi, it just helped change everything. You know, we was on the clinical, they say clinical floors, there's certain words that you use, that right. the literature, right. you know what I mean? That went into the went into what we, it just, it, it put in a more a perspective manner when you're dealing with clients. Right. right. Yeah. So that, I, that I, I'm grateful for this, for that school. Yeah. Yeah. That professionalism is everything too. And I think in terms of the question I asked for me, when I looked at how you market yourself and how you set your, yourself apart, First thing I could tell just by your post is the professionalism of it all. You know, yeah. outside the cuts that you're posting, you know, the the, the motivational um, quotes and and the services. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, he he getting it in, and and that's yeah. why I started to look. And I didn't know if you were in a shop or if you were in your suite. I, I kind of started to think you were in your own little personal space, but I yeah. wasn't for sure. So that was one of the questions. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so with, with, with all of the services and, and just kind of go over a few of them, I'm just curious in terms of your pricing with some of those services as well. Yeah. So outside just the basic haircut, what, what other services um, do you provide? And was that strategic in terms of, of being able to increase your value? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Just for example, just, okay. Looking at you, if you came and got a haircut, right. why knowing that you're wearing a mask every day because of the COVID. So right. you know, wearing that mask is going to, is going to cause uh split ends. Right. You, you, that mask make it, you make your head, uh, make your face, your head, it's going to make it dry. Right. So why wouldn't I offer you a, you know, why wouldn't I offer you a beer, a beer treat? You know what I mean? Right. Like why wouldn't right. I service the beer too? Because guys right. with guys with beers, we can't get down to that layer of skin to where we can fully, fully clean it how we want to, you know what I mean? Right, right. So it, ha it has um, changed the pricing. It, it has uh, um, allowed me to not cut as many heads because if I could, if I could cut your hair, mm -hmm. I do a beard treatment and you got to go home with a product, you know what I mean? So wow, that's, that's three, <laughs> that's three. You ain't just come get your hair cut. You left with a yeah. service. I, up, I upsold you with a service right. and, and, a, and, a, and a retail product. Yes, sir. Why would I let you out my chair to go to, uh, you know, why, why would you go to a beauty supply store and I got it right here? I'm going to ask you certain questions. Like, what do you, what do you use? What do you, what do you use on a day-to-day -day basis? You know what I mean? Right. You got to put the emphasis on it. What you, what you, what you use? Right. Oh, man, right. you use nothing? Right. You, you know, if you don't use nothing, you, if you don't, you know, if you don't take care of the beard, if you don't do this, you don't moisturize on the daily, this can happen. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Cause the fear a little bit. Absolutely. <laughs> right. right. So you don't, so it takes you away from slaving and standing behind the chair so much. And you act, and actually you you enjoy doing these services because we you know people give you testimonies. Oh man, my right. beard I never felt like this before. Oh yeah, that oil that you recommended or that beard butter. Oh yeah, man. Right. I've been seeing it. I've been seeing the growth from it. Yeah. Right. So 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 with that, how much would you charge? So if you do the haircut, you do the beard treatment. How much? So uh, a haircut is forty five. Beard treatment okay. is thirty. And okay. uh, the beer the beer product that I carry, uh, the oil and the butter is eight. So okay. you're looking at, you know what I mean? You're looking at, yes, uh, uh, what is that, $53 or something like that? That's maybe that's a little bit more. Uh, no, that's right. $83, you know what right. I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, and that's yes, just sir. one person. Absolutely. You can do all that within one hour because the beer, the, beer, the beer treatment or the beer service that I just offered you, man, it's, it, I'm already applying the hot towel to you. So the only thing I need to do is just apply, apply a little bit of steam and, you know, the uh, actual uh, beer foam that I'm using to, to you know, to... Uh, to use to clean to clean your beard, right, right, and maybe just right. a little bit of um, um, you know, beer, you know, just different beard massages and things right. like that, right. But that's it's gonna take you an hour to make 80, $83 dollars versus that's me, you know, cutting for this, you know, cutting cutting two right. people trying to uh, squeeze two people in within an hour. No, why why I gotta put that much pressure on myself? A absolutely, yeah, <laughs> and and and, that, and that's what you find, you know, um, and over time, I said, man, and, and getting to that more and more where you know stretching that time out because I, I look at a client you know that, that's a personal relationship you got some barbers that look at clients as a dollar sign yeah you know um but but this is a service i'm providing and i, and I want it to be an experience with the people that you know are sitting in my chair and it, it means a lot yeah, um, yeah so that's, that's the separation that's, yeah absolutely yeah. so 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 do you um you do appointment only yeah i'm appointment only i use um i use an appointment app 
It just helped me keep control. I'm a, I'm a time. I'm big on time, man. Okay. You know, it's okay. something you can get back. So I try to keep people on, you know, on the time schedule. Um, I work three days out the week right now. I'm work, I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, really? But I wanted to do. I wanted to. I wanted to do it that way because I have my kids on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. Sunday, okay. Monday, Wednesday, and I was cutting Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I had no time to do anything else. Mm. So you know, to to go into like the burnout. Man, I was just going to ask that question. I was getting burnt out okay. because I started I started uh, feeling like I was slaving, you know what I mean? And I yeah, wasn't yeah. paying attention to, I wasn't paying attention to my to my Instagram, my marketing, things like that. Right, because right. by the time I get home, I, you know, you, with no days off, you tired, you know what I mean? Mm. So I, I started using my Tuesdays to promote more of the services. Okay. And okay. to, you know, just to study, just to study, you know, uh, uh, just, you know just, just, just to keep studying the services and then, you know, uh, just to clean up the shop, you know what I mean? Just do things like that, you know what I mean? And um, it helped me get my, it helped me get my energy back into, you know, into the game. Okay. It helped out a lot. Okay. So, so with you cutting it down, um, and you, you said Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. So, I do a cut from seven and seven, like seven to seven. That's what's up. So, in terms with with all the services you offer, were you able to balance out? Did you lose any money on on the back end, or or have you actually increased in terms of of, of value? It's crazy um, that you said that. Uh, so I'm saying, thinking about it now, I'm like, there's just people hitting me up, like, man, I can't get in, I can't get in. So with me doing that, with me doing that, the demand is more. All okay. right, bet you want you want all oh, you want me to come in on Tuesday. Now you got to pay me more. Mm. You understand mm. what I'm saying? Mm. So I, took, I cut off a day, mm. which I was only working from ten to like ten to like three. Okay. So just just taking that, those few hours away, okay. um, the demand and even and even new clients reaching out. You know what I mean? Right. So um, if you want to come in on that Tuesday, if you want some some of that time, man, you got you got to pay for it. You got I mean, you got to pay for it. You got to pay for that time. Yes, sir. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that Tuesday, okay. but that Tuesday allowed me to that that Tuesday allowed me to focus back on my content, like the content creation. Okay, okay. I was I was lacking, and I was I was lacking in it because I didn't have the time to do it as much as I needed to. It's like a full time damn job, man. Woo. It is, man. It's, it's your business. You 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 yeah. are you are a true business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's man. That's that's it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. You 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 done put a couple things on on, on my brain to you know. Because yeah, like I mean you, you said yeah. You have to if you if you're not if you're not doing if you're not doing if you're not creating that content and even just if you film if take if you film one haircut you get you a mm -hmm. tripod and set it up you right. film one haircut mm -hmm. you can make you can make six videos off that you know what I mean like mm -hmm. like okay, I'm, I'm gonna start with the lining or no I'm gonna cut it down I'm mm -hmm. gonna tell you what I'm doing. I'm gonna do the tape. I'm gonna set the base for the tape. Okay, now I'm, mm. I did that. That's a, that's two videos. Right. Now I'm doing the lining. That's three videos. Right. Now I'm gonna put this high towel on you. That's four. Right. Finishing product. I'm showing you. You know what I mean? So that's right. five, six videos right there. With right. just one haircut. Right. Stretch stretching it out. Stretch it out, but you're sharing different information or Absolutely. different motivational quotes every time you every time you do it. Mm. That's what's up. So so with your services. Um, how how often do you increase your prices, and how and, and when do you know to increase your prices? Um, I'm always like searching for something to add on. You know what I mean? So I, I'm trying. Okay. I'm always trying to add value to the service. All right. So if I can put it on your brain, if I can sell it to my clients, mm -hmm. and I well, I'm gonna do this. Plus, you're gonna get this. 
Right. Like you know, you know it's gonna cost a little bit more. So right. that's it just depends on what I add to the what I provide, you know. So what I provide okay. for the, you know what I mean. So you gotta you gotta you gotta be able to give them options too, because I don't really wanna, you know, I don't wanna let all the money walk out the door, you know what I mean? Right. So it's right. a service and a price point for everybody, you know what I mean? Right, right. So that's how that's how I know I know how to go up on the prices based off of the additions that I add to the service. Now now does any of that include what other barbers in the area like? Do you try to keep it? Um, uh, you, you just you know you know I'm your focused, value. You know yeah, I focus on me. What I got going on, okay. like whatever what, what they charge and it's how they move. You know, so that's why you know people be like, I can't see myself paying a hundred dollars. Well, how do you never been to a hundred dollar barber? You don't know what he's offering. Right, absolutely. You might, you might go in there. Uh, and hey, that, like, that, hey, that's that, that. Hey, and I don't mean to cut you off. Hey, that 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 was a hell of a jewel right there. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't know. Cause it, yeah. like I said, if I use if I use uh, Chuck for for example, you gonna go in there, man. Show up ten minutes early. He gonna put a massage vest on. You gonna get a massage. You might pour up a you know pour up a little something. And right. Why he why why you doing that and, and enjoying your massage? He over here sanitizing the station. So it's, it's what you it's what you what you provide for him and, and the environment that he's in. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause cause we stay in a in a in a smaller town. I don't know if you ever been to Champagne. Yeah, I've been I've been um, through there. Okay, cool. Um, and, and that's my thing, man. And, and not knocking anybody, but you, you know, just learning over this time with barbering, got to know your own value. And, and I've heard a couple barbers say, man, I want to sit down and, you know, um, meet with the other barbers. So we're on the same page. So if, if I charge this, they can't go there. And I'm like, look, man, for me personally, I know what I bring to the table. I'm a professional licensed barber. I know the quality I bring and I know my value. No disrespect to none of the brothers or sisters cutting hair here, but I'm not willing to sit down with anybody else to dictate what I'm going to charge. If you don't want to come here, there's always other places you can go get your hair cut. How can you dictate somebody else live here? He may, he, he may have five kids. He may have one. Absolutely. So what he's charging may not cover what, you know, now right. it may not cover what he, what he, you know, what his, what his, uh, his livelihood is. Right, right. On, on top of the, the services and just the experience um, as a whole. And it was interesting because I, when I was at Browner Brothers, man, we, we used to barb. So had to, you know, I was in his class and he was talking about premium pricing. And I'm like, you know, for me, I stay in a, a smaller area. How can you continue to charge premium prices when it's a different, economy, it's a different demographic, so on and so forth. And he was like, look, man, people pay for what they want to pay for. Bottom line. And, and that's the first time I'd ever heard it. And it hit me. Because I, I think about all, all these cats, when Jordans are dropped, they're no cheaper in Champagne than they are in Chicago. Yeah. If you want them, you go get them. Yeah. You know? So, so based on my value and what I bring to the table, and that was a valuable jewel. And, and, and you know, shout out to Yusuf. Because I never looked at it like that, man. Yeah. You know? Or even even just going to the club. How right. much? How much? How much? Are, how much are going? How much are people going to buy a section for? Right. right. Or how, right. how much? They go, how much they going? How much they? You can go to the liquor store and get you a thirty dollar thirty dollar bottle of Hennessy. But right. you gonna go to the you gonna go to the club and they gonna charge you two fifty. But right. you gotta come see you gotta come see me before you go to the club. Bottom, <laughs> Bottom so line. Me, so you telling me your one night experience gonna outlast my haircut? Right. Right. 
so, so you, ain't, you ain't even get ready to fall through the club if you don't come to see me. You first. ain't come to see me. You don't even want to go home with your girl almost. You know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> man, we bring we bring so much security to guys. Like you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You you're right. How many right. times? How many times you heard somebody say, "Man, I ain't even want to even come out. I ain't even want to go out tonight." Man. Right. Right. For real. Yeah. <laughs> For right. For real. Yeah. So so and and that's and that's the the the, the jewel, man. Knowing your worth. And that, yeah. that speaks that speaks values, man. Man, for real. So, so with all the services that you provide, and Jinx, jump in when, whenever you want, Jinx. Oh, this barber talk. I, um, hey, I, okay. I got to sit this up. <laughs> How do you um what what do you do to stay abreast of, of, of your services and just being able to add um those new services? Is is it barber shows? Is it you know, is is it Instagram? How do you go go about staying abreast? Of just the, um, the, that that educational side. Um, well, I'm always, you know, I'm always in the My Lady book. Um, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm always in that. So okay. it's it's a lot of stuff in there. It's it's, it's a lot of stuff in there that, that we you know we that you just can't just cover. You know what I mean? So it's a lot Absolutely. of stuff that I just don't know. You know what I mean? Right. But if I see something, I, fo- I follow a lot of people. Um, a lot of I follow a lot of barbers that mm-hmm. kind of like provide the same services that I do. Okay. Which, which, what I, and what I mean is, you know, I have, I don't have no, I have no issues with, with people that, uh, you know, that does, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the, the units. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have no issue with that, you know, because it's, right. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a barber, it's a, you know, right. it's a service for everybody. Right. You know? right. But for me, right, I'm, I'm, fo- I'm focused on the skin, you know, so I'm focused on the presentation after you, you know, a week later after you done had your haircut, you know what I mean. So right. if I could stay within my lane. Right. My integrity of you know of the services that I provide, like that, I try to go towards those things. Okay. So yeah. so have you have you ever um did any any workshops or anything? I cut pro. Um, I, I signed up for his uh he had a um he had a uh, online online uh, academy. I did right. that for a couple months, but I actually what got me into offers and you know, I, do you, you all familiar with Morano? I'm not. I'm not. Rondo was uh he does he teaches the uh, advanced barbering so I I, be, I don't I'm not I don't want to just I don't want to say it, nothing that I don't know but him and uh, Morano on IG is he, he on Instagram yeah Morano yep okay okay he, uh, when, when you get a chance when we get off shoot shoot that information to me got you I got you okay okay so him and iCut Pro they they offer more sort of the same services okay like it's, it's it's very 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 familiar you know what I mean with, okay. with the service that they provide. So I actually went to DC and stayed out there for like three days okay. and uh, took the advanced the advanced barber systems uh, mm. uh, classes. Okay. So now, you know you had to I had to invest in it, man. That was so going to say invest in your craft. Changed my mindset. It just took me to another level as well. You got to you got to spend you got to spend money on education. You know a lot of people think when they finish school it ain't over with. That's so I said. More the more the more I, the more I invest back into you know my services and, and just the things that I offer. Um, you got to you got to pay for that education. Yeah, you can't expect right. nobody to just give it to you. You know what I mean? Right. Like you got to right. money with these guys. Right, right. And then, and and at the end of the day, you know, new things are steady. You know, breaking ground, and you, and you just have to stay abreast to what's going on in the industry. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so much, man. This is a, I think it's a over a hundred billion or some dollar industry system. Right, right. You know, it's, ridiculous. It's some money. It's some <laughs> money. It's some money, out here, boy. <laughs> some money yeah. being made somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, so, just kind of going back from you know with the whole degree, did your family ever question you know you wouldn't got a, a four year degree in finance 
and you're pursuing barbering. Was there ever any kind of kickback, uh, you know, from, from that? You know, your mom, you know, your mom always want to see you do the, <laughs> she, she always wants to see you be the best that you could be, you know what I'm saying? Right. So she right. always, she, you know, she always leaned me, leaned towards me, um, you know, going to get a job or going to do this, right. because it was a for sure thing, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, they, your mom would be worried about their kids, man. <laughs> right. This hiring, so you know, she's sending me this, this, uh, this application or telling me this person hiring, <laughs> security but you know i had to she she pretty much know like this is me entrepreneurs is, is some you know that's that's right. me all right. day long right yeah. right but when I, first, it, when I first started to when i first uh chose to go to barber school yeah, I, I definitely heard it what barber right. you know do this what barber you know you right. do that now right. you look in the industry you know <laughs> yeah it's a hundred it's a bit you know over a hundred billion dollar yeah. Uh, yeah. Industry. yeah yeah um and, and that's the thing man i, I left a situation, man, where in, in corporate, I was making decent little piece of change and, and jumped out here and nothing stopped. You know what I mean? It, it just continued to, to elevate, you know, and I'm going to keep pushing and, and betting on myself. And that's the, the beauty of, of the industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 I, I've said the last few jinx, um, the, the last few episodes we had, you know, it's kind of like hip hop back in the day, you know, the, the, the MC, well, got all the attention, but now you know you you can talk about producers and they're just as 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 popular and famous as, as the rappers are. That's where we are today. You know, yeah. barbers out here out here stunting and 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 getting that due because, like you said, we affect every aspect of life pretty much. Yeah. You know, this barbering is a culture, man. It it is it, it's, it's a culture in and of itself, and and it plays into so many other. Aspects oh, yeah. and cultures, you know what I mean? It's everything. Hip hop, yep. the sneaker game, clothes. Yep. Yep. They, they look at the, you know, the, the barbers was the freshest guys. You know, you went in barber shop, they was fresh. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If you if you're sitting at, at 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 in a boardroom at a meeting table, man, we 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 service all walks of life. You yeah, know? like you said, you got if, if you're trying to get up with 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 with, your girl, with a girl, whatever you do, you got to come and see us first. We we yeah. we, we are now the plug yeah you coming through us man i went when i went and took the morano class he told me something it was you know it was crazy and he, he's one of the reasons why i did the uh the salon suite as well he said because the things that you learning the things that you learning you know other barbers in the shop their clients are going to be looking at you you think that's not going to cause some type of uh feud mm. or because they're going to be one like damn why he not doing this why my mm -hmm. barber not doing what he's doing so that, that was that was a, that was one thing that he told me. But he said, "Man, like when I go to the Wizards game or something like that, you know, because he's in D.C., okay. he said man, I, make sure, I make sure I sit on the floor mm. because I'm an influence too. You know, what I'm saying they want to know yeah. I'm wearing that smelling good, I'm looking good. Yeah, I'm a groomer. You know, what I mean? I'm not right. a groomer. Mm. So, man, we touch so many different people. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. He's like, I want to be right down there with them. I'm, I'm right, right there. Right. I'm one of the, like I'm one of them guys. You know, right, 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 right. You gotta see me too. Yeah, you gotta see me. Wow." Wow, that's what's up. So, so with this barbering, and, and, and it's always great. One thing you men mentioned is is just that that burnout and how you went to some different um, hours or, or different days of, of service. Um, and and I know my guy Jinx, he, he this this will be his avenue too, man, because he he loves Chicago with, with a passion. Yes, sir. Um, so so just outside. Of, of barbering, the city has so many um, great things to, to do 
what other things do you, you know, during your time off outside of your kids, what do you just enjoy doing that the city has to offer? Um, like you said, Chicago has so much culture. I just really, really, I like, uh, right now I'm in the, uh, I think I'm in Buck, the Bucktown area right now. Like, it's just okay. so much. I just like seeing the people, you know what I mean? Like okay. the different arts and things like that, the different okay. attire that people, you know, the clothes and stuff that people wear. And you know what I mean? You can, you can be in, like I said, you can be in Bucktown and you think you're somewhere else, just the, just the culture of the, you know, of the other city, of that part of the city. So I just really just like being just out and about, you know what I mean? Like right. going to smoke a good cigar and just, you know that's what I'm saying? That's what's up, that's what's up. And just network. So that's, that's, that's what I enjoy doing, it's just the network. So Chicago has so many different opportunities. Right. You can go out, you can go outside and just be in the right place at the right time. Somebody asks you what you do. Like, what man, what do you do? Right. I mean, just, just, just nice conversation, for real. That's, you know, that's what's up. Network of people, you can meet somebody that can put you in a position that you, that you never thought you'd be in. Right, no doubt. So, yeah. so you live in Bucktown. Your shop is no, in no, no. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I gave an example like to where oh, I'm at okay. right Because yeah, my wife is from Humble Park, so that's not too far from. Bucktown. No, that's like right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I'm I'm kind of familiar. So yeah, with yeah. Bucktown. But uh, but now before we get into the fun stuff, um, you know, I I I wanted to ask it earlier, but I I I wanted to let y'all you know get into the barber stuff, the barber <laughs> things, but just uh the finance degree and, you know, with your LLC, like in spite of yourself, maybe, and, and, and I don't mean to offend you saying in spite of yourself, but uh, going to school and getting the finance degree and doing everything, what you're doing now, it, it, how, how has that, how has that helped you in your endeavors now? Um, the finance helped me keep my books, uh, oh, make me uh, be able to move money in different positions. You know, like right now, I was just telling one of my brothers, I was, I'm like, man, you know what I've been doing. I've been, and I learned this from one of my, uh, one of my, one of my old heads. He said, uh, he said, man, you should start putting your tips up. Mm. He said, you said, just put it, get you a duffel bag, throw it in the bag. Don't look at it. Mm. Started doing it. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, man, that's, you know, now I'm, I looked in the bag. I ain't gonna, I, I looked at the bag <laughs> and it's only been, it's only been like a month. But just, just, just for you know, just, just to go back to what you asked me, just to, just, just to be able to move my money, you know, what I'm saying, just to be able to keep up with uh, just my finances. Uh, like now, I've been meal prepping. You know, some barbers we have some horrible diets because we stand behind Ooh. the chest so much. So our meal prep, so you know, cut me from buying food. You know what I mean? So it just, it just, it just, it just helps me. Uh, it, it, you know, learn about things like LLCs or you know, paying myself. You know, I can pay myself yeah. through the LLC. Go put it in my personal bank. Now I can pay it to my social security if anything happens to my hands. Mm. Things of that nature, you know what I mean? And then you know you can you know that the, your 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 business is a write off as well. Right. So you can so you can you know you file tax through the business and file tax through your personal, you know. Right. Just stuff no like doubt. that. No yeah. doubt. That's why I asked the question, you know, because I, yeah. I, mean, I was just thinking like he didn't go. I mean, even though he he's not. He, he, he never wanted to work and he, he was all, I mean, when I say not wanting to work, not have a job per se, Yeah, you know, you still picked a very good major when you went to college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at least you didn't go to liberal arts and sciences and then read yeah, right. thousand right. page no novels. <laughs> Account, accounts, statistics, marketing, all that, you know. Yeah. Right. That helped me out. Yeah. Uh, Def definitely. Yeah, so did, definitely. Go did ahead. the HBCU uh, experience uh, kind of prepare you for getting out and not really 
wanting to um, go in corporate America or was that just something that your environment, you, you know? Yeah, it was the environment, man. I, I, went to, I went to school to play baseball, man. Just to keep it for real, man. I played, I wanted to play baseball, you know what I'm saying? Right. And the degree, I got along, I got along right. the way. <laughs> and that's why I was, and, and just listening to you, I'm like, I don't want to offend you when I say in spite of yourself. Oh, no, no offense, bro. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But the, the number one thing I learned from going away and being away for, you know, five, six years was the networking. Right. You know, the people the people I played ball with, you know, they still my closest homies, these my brothers, you know what I'm saying? Like, we down there, we down there, we survive together, you know? We all, you know, we all, you know, we're just trying to stick together and make it through right. school. Right. You know, man, I mean, let me get a pack of noodles, bro. I'm hungry. I'm getting cut right. my hair. Let me get a piece. You know what I mean? Things like that. Right. For real. Right. Yeah. yeah. So back to baseball. What what do you what do you feel like? I mean, I, I know uh the the young brother that got drafted by the Cubs and went to Mount Carmel. Yeah. Um a lot of those Jackie Robinson kids that made the World Series are still playing that we really don't. So what do you think? And still being in Chicago, what do you feel like uh, the 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 game of baseball amongst blacks? Where do you where do you feel it, it it needs to do to elevate to maybe the level of basketball? Because these major league salaries is just crazy, and it's and crazy, ridiculous, all right? To do is ooh, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that um, in baseball, it's 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 a, it's it's harder to make it to the big show. And what I mean is, what I mean is you got to go to, you know, you got to play in high school. You got to go to some, you know, some, some people go to college. So if you get, if you get drafted out of high school, I mean, you get drafted out of college, you know, you got low A ball, you got high A ball, you got double A, you got triple A, you know, high trip, you know what I mean? Right. You got rookie ball. Like it's so many different levels. But as of right now, um, when I was coming up, we didn't have all the opportunities that these kids have now. Right. With it being so cold in Chicago, you know, now you can play. Now, now these kids, they playing indoor baseball. They got winter ball. They, you know, they got different travel teams. Um, the Chicago, the Chicago White Sox, they have a, um, they have a program. The Chicago Cubs got a, uh, they got a, they got a program. So they, they taking these kids out of town. They seeing things and putting and being put in different positions that, you know, college coaches can come and look. It's a lot of kids that's been going through the White Sox program. They go to Notre Dame. Um, uh, Vanderbilt, um, Louisville, like Michigan, like these kids is they getting out of here. They get they right. get good looks. So right. it's, they have what they have is they have um, they have more guys that's coming back and giving and giving them the game. They give they giving them the information. So if you want to play, if you want to play ball, like it's it's there for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I didn't know that, and and that just intrigued me when you when you talk about the story because I mean I'm, I'm a huge sports guy and just like the Chicago uh, scene when it comes to athletics and and you know all that so I just had to get those questions off you know but uh, yeah 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 no problem yeah yeah so so let, let me ask you um, as, as we're starting to round it up um, not going to keep you too much longer but just hearing the, the just being, you know, interested, just like in your story and hearing that you knew from the gate that you were not uh, a, a corporate type guy. You knew 
you know, you, you, you like that autonomy and, you know, take your breaks. What does barbering, when you think of barbering, what does it mean to you? Uh, barbering is, is, is bigger than the haircut. So you got, you, have, you know, just, just, just from your experience, uh, mm-hmm. how many people have came in there and told you different things that they haven't even told their family members? Absolutely. <laughs> so many. So yeah. you are, yeah. it's like you are, you are, you are, you are, you therapy behind the chair. People come in there yeah. and tell you all different types of stuff, you know, all different types of things that go on in their life. Right. And, you know, not to, you know, I don't want to, uh, um, you know, hurt nobody, no, no women's, you know, feelings, but some, right. some guys come to the bar shop, just get away from their wife. Like, right. You know? <laughs> they come from, right. the, they come from, the, uh, they come from the camaraderie. They come right. from the laughter, you know, so they might be in there playing chess or watching a game or, you know, so being a barber is more, it's more than just a haircut. Like it's, it's, it's actually the experience and the networking and the, 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 the mental is mentorship. Right. You know what I mean? Like right, the barbershop, right. like back in the day, it was it was that it was the source. You know what I mean? Like you went right. in, you had the elder guys in there, they had right. the wisdom. You went up in there, you could just sit in there and just pick up all type of game. You know, you go into some, you go into some barbershops, they have a topic of the day, they have it written right. on the board, and that's right. what they talking about. All right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, so for me, the last question that that I have, and it's just something just to to find out more about each individual barber I've been asking um, for the last three or four weeks. If you had one person from any era that you could cut just one time, who would it be and why? It'd be Kobe. Okay. Kobe. Okay. You know, because I want to pick the brain of the Mamba, man. You know what I'm saying? I want to see where where did you get this mentality from, man? Like, you know, you know what make you go so hard? Like you know, maybe I can I can implement some of those characteristics into into my business or my day to day. You know what I mean? Mm. So I definitely will. You know, he's the goat to me. You know what I mean? That's so, what's up. I don't know if That's y'all enjoy you know, no, the man. Coach, you know, y'all. Man, I love him, man. I love him. But you know, I, just that that mentality. Yeah. 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 I, I appreciated Kobe so much more on at the end of his career you know, than I did at the beginning because of the, the arrogance and he reminded me so much of, of Mike. But when it started to, to, to end for him, I had a newfound respect for that dude, man. And so once he, he you know, left us early, it, it really hurt because I, I, you know, it was that time that you started to see another side of him because he was no longer in that competitive mode. And you could see that that drove him to be as good as he was, you know, he, and, and once he retired, he could turn it off and now he could feed that knowledge and, and give back, man. And, and yeah, we, we, we lost. That, that was a huge loss for everybody. man. Definitely. I think at the end of the career, he got to, he got into more of the, uh, the teaching, the teaching aspect yep. of the game. Yep. Cause he had that, um, he had that Mamba Academy. Yeah. And a lot of those guys during the off season, they was going, they was learning as much as possible. And I think yeah. that's why it affected a lot of the younger guys because, you know, right. Um, if you if you around that forty, maybe you know maybe a little older, you you know Mike right. Mike was that guy. Right. So some of the younger hoopers that's 19, 20 years old, you know Kobe was the guy. Right. So Absolutely. If you were able to shake hands with him and go to the academy. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. Right. So, right. Kobe Lou, oh, the playoffs over. I bet I'm gone. <laughs> you know, right. So right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. What Afro Kobe right. or, or, or or low cut Kobe? <laughs> what is 
You said Afro Kobe? Which no, nah, I mean, it, it'll be it'll be when he turned into the mumble. Dad, dad, <laughs> okay. That was a different demon right there. He was yeah. a man. All right. Um, yeah, I, yeah ab- absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally different thing. Yeah. So yeah. he was when he was, you know, the, the the Afro Kobe, he was trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. That mumble, yeah. he knew what it was. And everybody in the league knew what it was. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> right. Well, for me, Jinx, um, I don't have any more questions. Do you? No, man. Just give us your yeah. top five eat out spots in the city. Oh man, number one, <laughs> Harold's. Which one? Okay. That see sometimes. Eighty-seven. Well, they, it ain't it ain't there no more. Okay, so that's mm. the one. Okay. Yeah, it was eighty-seven. Um, okay. Uh, next next part would be uh, it's called Jerk Villa. That's the rest of uh, Jerk Restaurant. Okay. okay. Uh, my next one probably would be. Um, um, Nikki's Gyros. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gyros. Um, Giordano's Pizza. Okay. I was going to ask about pizza. So deep dish <laughs> or thin pizza. crust? We'll say it again. Deep dish or thin crust? Nah, thin crust. Nah, I ain't. You know, you know I mean, what? My wife is. You know, yeah, nah. thin crust. Yeah. And uh, man, real and real talk, just a good old Chicago hot dog, man, a Polish thing. Yep. Okay. Yes, yep. sir. Classic. 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 Well, man, this has been honestly, man, this has been one of my favorite, um, one of my favorite interviews, bro. Um, man, appreciate you. Know, yeah, we we appreciate you, man. You dropped a lot of gems, man. Just just personal, very personable, man. And um, man, I I I took, and our listeners will be able to take a lot from this, man. It, it means so much to me, man. For for you know, barbers and entrepreneurs just to come on here and just share um, their experience. Because for us, it's about not only what we do as an art and a craft, but our ability to, to motivate and, and inspire others, no matter whether they're barbers or, or, or whatever, you know, yeah. you, you, you spoke it, you know, to be able to go to college, get a four-year degree um, and come home and still do it your own way. Um, that's important for me. That's, that's inspiring, man. We've had some tremendous guests on here. You fall right in line with that, man. And we, we appreciate it so much. You're willing to share your journey, man, be personal, you know, personable and, and, and just offer those gems, man, that not only we can use, but, but others, man. And, yeah. and greatly, greatly appreciate and respect that, bro. Yes, sir, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all are doing too, because you know, it's, it, it is younger barbers that need to, hear some of the experience, you know, from some some of the experiences or things that, uh, you know, some of the, uh, the older barbers have gone through along, you know, along their journey, you know, there's been a lot of times, you know, we don't, we don't you know, we want to give up, you know what I mean? Right, or, you right, know, like, right. I just don't feel like doing this no more, you know what I mean? Right, right. And it may, it may get them back on the right path to just go ahead and take care, take care of business for themselves. Right, right. And, and, and the interesting thing for me is me being older because I'm, I'm, I'm 44, right? And I've been cutting for a long time. But in 2019, like I said, that experience, it just put a battery in my back. So I don't think you're ever too young or too old. Because for me, I'd been wanting it to do it my way. But I have six children. So sometimes, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Right. And I was scared to just jump out there. My wife kept telling me, just jump out there. And I was scared to death because the, the system teaches you to rely on them and makes you think that you can't survive on your God-given talents and abilities you know and, and so these are just 
those stories and, and you know, those journeys just to, to show everybody, older barber, younger barber, non-barber, that it can be done, man. That that if, if, if you invest in your talents and believe and bet on yourself that anything is possible, man. One thing, one thing, one thing that I that I that I learned, it was from Eric Thomas. He said it took me 10 years to get the four-year degree. It took me this long to get this, but one thing it ain't gonna stay. It ain't gonna stay when you it ain't gonna stay when I started. I went to barber school when I was 19 and finished when I was, you know what I mean? It ain't oh, yeah. gonna list that on it ain't gonna list on there when I started or when I completed. Absolutely. It ain't gonna list my age when I, you know, it took me, oh yeah, yeah. He got this, but it took him this long to get it. It ain't gonna say that. Yeah. I got it. You can't, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So we, we greatly appreciate it. Um, as we usually, my, my, my guy would say, um, you know, telling I Cut My Way Out podcast, another episode um, with Daya Echoes. Um, tremendous barber and, and just overall skilled um, entrepreneur, man, do, doing your thing. So always give a shout out to the Clipper Companies, Andes, Oyster, Wall, you know, um, Bevel, Caliber, just everybody who who have put us in the position to be able to do what we do and cut our way out, man. So yes, sir. greatly appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. Salute to you, brothers, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You. Like likewise. Yes, sir. Jinx, it's on you to take us out, man. All right. Uh I cut my way out everywhere where you can listen to uh podcasts, most notably YouTube, Apple's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, uh iHeart. Um, again, I cut my way out episode. We out of here until next time. Peace. Peace. Put some respect on my name. Big and one day indoors where I live. Hard times. My mom had to do it all. Working two jobs to provide while I pursue the ball. Hoop dreams, no problem doing my own thing. Stepped in the world to get a win for the home team. Lace the sneakers for the crowd in the bleachers. This will get away from the lesson life teaches. But 5'9, don't follow the league guideline. Part of a champ, but I gotta tuck my pride now. Off the college for the knowledge, try my hand at math. But one call from back home really changed my path. My firstborn, now I got a mouth to feed. Told the Southeast, I got a whole new route to lead. Young father, odd jobs, every day is real. Turn to the streets to try to eat or maybe pay a bill. Not proud of it, but I got it cooking good. But prison time on the mind wasn't looking good. I can't afford the price, so I tried the corporate life. Something wasn't sitting right. Every night I'm tossing life. They don't appreciate all my hard work. So I went ahead and jumped, let the Lord work. Beer culture 2020, yeah, we taking over. From the clippers to the hoodies that be draping over. Come away.